Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from March 22nd until March 29th. And wow, what a week we have. Big activations, new cosmic codes coming in. We are receiving a stream of fresh energies and a lot from the sun, including neutrinos, solar flares, solar powered activations, and even more to come as we move into April and enter eclipse season. So this is truly stepping into a new area of your own energy field. And I have one very clear message to share with you as we move through this week's energy. And the message is very simple. It's time to step up. It's time to step into more of your gifts, your power, what you have felt growing and emerging within you. It's time to fully own it. It's time to elevate yourself. It's time to move into a new chapter of your life that is about your full, honest truth and new levels of soul empowerment. It's time. And you're probably feeling and sensing those energies moving you forward, especially with the stellium in Aries right now. We have multiple planets and asteroids in Aries really strongly signaling that the new is here. The beginning and the initiation cycle is underway. So this brings up an important question to consider for yourself. How do you begin new chapters in your life? How do you fully own what you're feeling and sensing and then move it into your world, move it into your reality? How do you approach new beginnings? Because there's a lot wrapped up in new beginnings. There can be the excitement and inspiration. There can be the visuals and the images you're sensing. But there can also be the underlining uncertainty and questions. And how is this going to happen? How is this going to come together? All of that is very real and very honest. But at this time, the universe is strongly signaling to us that these cosmic codes are coming in for a reason. It is time for humanity to move into new chapters, new understandings of our cosmic origins and our cosmic connections. So this is a powerful energy that we are starting to work with as Pluto enters Aquarius March 23rd. Then Pluto will station retrograde May 1st and retrace its steps back into Capricorn June 12th. And so we are basically getting an amuse-bouche of energies. We're sampling it. We're getting a dose of these energies, which allows us time to receive, to integrate, to activate, and to be very honest with yourself. That's part of this leveling up. That's part of stepping up into the truth of your own individual frequency, the gifts you know you came in with, the deeper understanding of what you're capable of, of how you're here to participate in humanity's collective experience and evolution in a whole new way. 
Pluto entering Aquarius is something we've been talking about for a few years now. And now that it's occurring, now that it's happening, we can start to feel and sense differences in ourselves. And one thing that tends to occur when Pluto moves into a new sign, especially, is that anything that is not energetically connected to that frequency, to that truth, it falls away. It leaves. It's over. There is our perception of something being destroyed, falling apart, collapsing. It's our perception that it's happening outside of our control, especially if it feels like it's working with your ego. If there are ego deaths, tower moments, huge revelations, huge understandings. Pluto has a frequency that goes right into the heart of the truth. And that's why things cannot be sustained that are not at that frequency. So we are getting a sampling of this energy and along with the strong Aries energy that's coming in, there is a very big wave here of what we're meant to move into when we don't have the answers, we don't know the how, we're not clear on all the data or facts, but there is a bigger energy that wants you to step into a rebirth, a rebirthing of your purer frequency. And Pluto in Aquarius also deeply taps into your soul's knowingness. There are things you have known throughout lifetimes. And I feel like this directly relates to our first experiences in the human body, our first lifetimes on earth, our first experiences of being in this very wild human ride where we came in with a deep knowingness of why we wanted to participate, what we wanted to contribute, how we wanted to show up. And then all of that tends to get covered up through various forms of energies, through various forms of programming, through multiple experiences across lifetimes that were damaging, that created hurt and created karma, that really got into our psyche and our emotional body, that also got into our fear body. So we start out as these very pure vessels of light, and then we start to accumulate more energies across multiple lifetimes and timelines till we get to the point of understanding our own power has always traveled with us. Your own power, your own soul essence has always traveled with you. And now we're in a very fascinating energy of continuing to unravel as we become more conscious of that programming, of those wounds, of those energies that we realize this isn't me. This isn't my truth. This isn't what gives me life. This doesn't raise me up or lift me up. And I'm ready to release, to unravel, to let this go and to reprogram it into something that's deeply connected with my soul's innate knowingness. And that's where I'm going to live from. That's where I'm going to source my own life force from. I'm going to tap into that frequency. And as we do, it tends to crack open and break up 
the density we've been holding. It tells us and shows us what is no longer in alignment, what has to fall apart, what needs to come undone, because what you're accessing is a deeper well of your own power, your own abilities, your own truth, your own knowingness. And we haven't had this energy signature yet in this lifetime. So we are opening up to all new experiences that if you've been doing the very deep internal Aquarian work, Aquarian work of going into your individuation, of going into how you are different, how you are not part of the cookie cutter mold, how you're here to do things in your own unique way to activate your creative spark. That's what the universe is empowering in you. And I know that we talk about how Pluto kills, destroys, it removes. That's because the energy frequency deeply changes. And again, that's why things have got to go if they're not a part of your truth, of your future, of your own soul's journey of evolution and ascension. And so I'm feeling like for many of you who have been doing the Aquarian deeper work of getting into your energy signature, which by the way, is your astrology chart, is your human design, is your unique energy that you understand, you work with, you practice living that energy, you understand the importance of trusting your own energy, that's where you are going to have huge empowering developments. If you're already tuned in to these parts of yourself, Pluto entering Aquarius activates it even more, gives you the signal of all systems go because you're already in that frequency alignment. If you've been avoiding things, if you haven't been doing the shadow work, if you haven't been doing the healing work, or if there's parts of yourself you've withheld, you've denied, pushed to the side, you weren't ready. That's okay. That's okay. There's no punishment. There's no, oh, you're late to the party. No, that's not what this is. It's a matter of now redirecting yourself back to your truth from a place of self-value, from a place of worthiness. I deserve to live this lifetime in my full expression, with my full gifts, in my full power. I know that in myself. I own it in myself. And now is the time. Step up. Step up into that higher energy frequency that you have always held. Step up into more of your truth and allow what needs to fall apart or be removed to do so because you're doing so from a place of self-love, self-honoring, really understanding what is important to you in this lifetime. And you're not looking for others to validate it because that Aquarius energy can have the group mentality, the herd mentality, the tribal mentality. I've got to do what everyone's doing. I don't want to separate from the pact. And that can go into our primal programming where the lifetimes we had to go it alone and we had to survive, we had to figure it out. Those could have left a deep imprint on you about now I want to belong. Now I want to fit in. Now I want to be a part of this group. And that could very well be your strengths. That could very well be what you're here to experience in this lifetime. But you have to be honest with yourself if you're just hiding. If you're just hiding your energy in a group setting. If you're 
trying to blend in or do something that you know deep in your being is not your true calling, is not activating you or bringing you life. And that's where we're going to see things falling apart. And this will be the Aquarian structures that are suppressing people's power, their individual gifts, what they're here to contribute, and how they're here to be alive in some very powerful times. So this energy signature will carry on into the middle of June, Then we're going to have Pluto re-enter Capricorn and it will come back into Aquarius in January 2024. So again, this is just a sampling of the energy. This is just to get things stirring, to get it moving and to be very conscious with what's coming up for you. To be very honest about, yeah, I've been afraid to go on my own. I've been afraid to follow this dream. And maybe it's not fear so much as I just haven't felt ready. And that's okay too. That's just part of sometimes our energy speaking through us. But with this activation of Pluto in Aquarius, it's less about standing on the sidelines, being a wallflower or thinking that you have to fit in. This is where Pluto isn't going to have it. Pluto's not going to have it because Pluto sees your power. Pluto sees what you're capable of and knows your gifts and your talents across multiple lifetimes. And this is also why If you're experiencing big Pluto transits or you have, it's why things go quiet. And I know I've shared with you that I've had Pluto transits for the past 20 years. I have two more years and then I'm done with this ongoing saga of Pluto transformation that I now have fully loved to trust and own. But the very first time I had a big Pluto transit way back in 2007, 2008, 2009, my world was very quiet. There was huge removals. There was jobs gone, relationships gone, things ended. I didn't have answers. I had to sit in that void. And I'm not good at that. I'm not the patient person. And that's what Pluto brings up is for us to dig into what's happening underneath. But it was during those quiet years of not having answers, not knowing that I started channeling. I had huge visitations in my sleep. And when I woke up, I had these huge downloads and energies coming in that were very cosmic. In fact, they weren't even in a physical form. They were energetic speaking to me. And it was because everything else was removed that I could receive it. And that that is the universe showing you this is the way to go. And it can be scary to your mind, to your ego, to the parts of ourselves that worry or want to know. This is where I feel like Pluto in Aquarius is going to fast track some of you. Okay, you're going to level up to a point that maybe spins your head a bit and you're like, oh my goodness, what just happened? It's because of the work you've done. It's because of what you've already known about yourself. So this is a dominant energy at this time. And along with the energies of Aries season, where we have the sun, Mercury, Chiron, Jupiter in Aries, plus we have Vesta and Astrea meaning you're receiving new parts of your own frequency. We are emerging into a powerful cycle of beginnings that can be too much. 
it can feel too much. And let's just call it as it is. Because there's ways that we each run energy and we deal with new beginnings. And it can be overwhelming. It can be too fast. Aries is a cardinal fire sign. It gets the fire started. It gets the energy moving. It's also the powerful creation force of how we show up. And because it's the first sign of the zodiac, not only is it about the energy that is newly arriving, but it brings up what to do with it, how to keep it moving forward. And that's why when there's strong Aries energy, it can feel like there's a lot going on, but nothing really goes anywhere, nothing lands, nothing takes off, but it will take off when it's connected to what you've been doing around your personal energy field, what you have owned. And there's also the energy here of reinforcing your sense of self now reinforcing who you are that you're aware of. You're tapped into the various levels of your own journey, your own consciousness. You're aware of even what is coming up for you that maybe is unconsciously driving you forward. Even when you don't logically understand it or you're wondering, what's this going to be? What's this going to turn into? Is this going to go anywhere? That's the adventure. That's the joy of it. So activate that joy. Be in that place of I'm open to this next chapter in my life. I'm willing to see what plays out and how things show up because of how far you've come. I feel like so many of you are more deeply connected and you have more fully integrated your spiritual gifts, your energetic fullness. You are more connected to your angels, your guides, your councils, your star family, those that you turn to for spiritual and energetic support. You have perhaps a clearer dialogue or you're more tuned in to those messages and to receiving them. And that's huge. That's a really big deal when we look at it in terms of humanity's ascension journey, how we are elevating ourselves. And it does take time. There's things in the 3D matrix that simply take time to clear out, to work with, to trust. You know, we have some things that are really big or they really take us into deeper places. We've got to work through it and it takes more time. But this is a cycle where the energies have ramped up. All planets are still direct. We have all planets direct until April 21st when we have Mercury retrograde in Taurus. That will happen between 15 back to 5 degrees of Taurus. So just a heads up that yes, we'll have Mercury retrograde next month, but we still have all planets direct. We still have this forward motion. And again, it could feel like it's too much at times that it could be overwhelming, overloaded, scattered. So ground in, ground in to what you're really sensing and feeling that is true for you. We do have Venus in Taurus, which is beautiful support for understanding what is valuable in yourself right now. There's also a calm and a peacefulness with Venus in Taurus where she can ground in to what she wants and what she needs. 
Now we also have for just a few days, mutual reception between Mercury in Aries and Mars in Gemini. Now Mars moves into Cancer on March 25th, but we know that Mars has been in Gemini since August, late August of last year, due to the retrograde turf and territory that Mars and Gemini has covered. Now, when Mars has been retrograde, we dig into our shadow. We dig into the Mars masculine shadow and how that has shown up in the Gemini expressions. Now that Mars is past the shadow territory and finishing up in the last few degrees of Gemini, this is where there are new thoughts rising up of a higher awareness, a higher perspective and consciousness for us to take forward and to move into, especially when Mars enters Cancer. Now that's often a tricky energy and I'll get to that in just a second. But Mars in mutual reception with Mercury in Aries means that things are connecting probably quickly, maybe even too quickly around what you want to say, what's coming through, the downloads you're receiving, It's very important to write it down, jot it down, just make notes if needed, especially if something is really grabbing your energy, because this is where the mutual reception with Mercury in Aries and Mars in Gemini makes things happen, opens up communications. They're working together. Mars is the big brother. Mercury's the little brother. They are on the same page in terms of what they want to develop and take action on, and they can support each other in doing so. So as Mars in Gemini completes his time in this third astrological sign, here we have Mercury in Aries sparking up some ideas, giving you some things to consider that maybe you didn't see before. And so this is how we are also able to understand the importance of trusting your own messages right now. Trusting your own messages. And as I say that, we have Mercury in Aries going to make a conjunction to Chiron in Aries at 15 degrees and then make a conjunction to Jupiter in Aries at 18 degrees. Mercury moves fast. And each of these conjunctions, I feel so strongly that it's working with new programming on your healing journey especially Mercury conjunct Chiron in Aries at 15 degrees, you could have a shift in your own personal perspective of what you've been healing. There could also be something that you're willing to claim. Now, the Chiron in Aries has been reprogramming us in a way that softens us, that opens us up to what we have inside, the gooey soft stuff that we don't want others to see. So this is where Mercury conjunct Chiron in Aries at 15 degrees. I feel like it's foreshadowing something that also comes up during the Libra full moon, which will occur April 5th and 6th. That's because that full moon is at 16 degrees and the sun will be conjunct Chiron during that full moon. So over this week, Mercury the messenger connects with Chiron, reveals something or shows you something in a new light, in a new way that you've already been working on. 
Mercury brings in information and insights, also shows you perhaps what needs to be healed next. But it's foreshadowing what themes come up as the sun will be conjunct Chiron April 5th and 6th. So stay aware of what messages you're feeling and what is arising for you that could even be missed because of how fast that Aries energy moves. It's also a good time to self-validate, self-affirm, self-acknowledge. This is what I've changed. This is what I've moved through. This is what I am now aware of. Chiron is now in the middle degrees of Aries. Chiron entered Aries in 2018. So we've been working with the first half of Aries since 2018. And this is turf that Chiron covered previously. So there's already things you're aware of that you're working on. And now there may be new or fresh insights around the deeper healing theme. Then we're going to have this Mercury make a conjunction to Jupiter on March 27th, 28th. And that's occurring at 18, almost 19 degrees of Aries. Mercury conjunct Jupiter in Aries can be thinking and speaking too fast, can be too off the cuff without understanding how it comes across or how it lands. It is very excitable energy and is very fast moving. This is where the pace of life can speed up. This is also where that Mercury conjunct Jupiter wants more wants more information, more communication, more travel. This is where there's a desire to be in movement because Mercury the messenger loves to go about town, loves to collect the latest details and know what the latest information is, which can also show up as gossip, spilling the tea, and being very extra. And I guess that's one thing to stay aware of with this Mercury and Aries. It's gonna be extra this week, so keep that in mind that people can talk a big talk and that doesn't mean they're walking the same walk. So just stay conscious of your words, the power of communications, and to be aware of those Jupiter tendencies to exaggerate or to be too righteous. And that's the lower expression of Mercury conjunct Jupiter in Aries is that you can be like, I'm right. I'm the only one that's right. I have the best opinion. I have the only opinion. So it can be that selfish righteousness that lacks perspective But the higher expression here is that you're open to the new beginnings and the new starts and your mind is energized by it. Your mind is like, yes, I'm on board. We're going to do the thing. And it might not play out in the way you expect. But with Jupiter and Aries, there's something that you gain. There's something that develops for you to understand and to work with. So again, lots of Aries energy this week, and you could be feeling that in yourself or in others around you. And the lower Aries expressions can be very self-involved or selfish, can be only aware of what you want, and you're not really considering what other people need or how they're feeling. This energy can be very impatient. And when things don't go your way, you get immediately frustrated. So you want to monitor that in terms of how you work with and run Aries energy. But just know that it is big right now in the collective as many people are being required to move into new parts of themselves, ready or not. 
Now, I mentioned how Mars enters Cancer on March 25th, and this is always an interesting shift because Cancer is your heart, what you need, what you've been feeling, what's been happening within you that other people don't know, other people don't see. So when Mars goes into Cancer, a lot of things can be activated and triggered that were previously repressed or unconscious. And that's why you can just be annoyed at somebody, right? You just get agitated and you don't know why. Well, the secret here with Mars in Cancer is that it often relates to a previous experience in your life, something when you were younger, something maybe that you experienced in your family, something that happened in your world that you energetically held on to. And cancer is nostalgic. Cancer is aware of the past and can hold on to things from the past. So just take a beat, take a moment, check in with yourself and ask, am I really upset or annoyed about this thing right here today? Or does this relate to something that I felt when I was eight years old? Or does this call forward a dynamic I had with one of my parents or one of my siblings? So basically take this energy and realistically assess it for what it is. Is it really right now? Is it about this conversation? Is it about something that somebody did today? Or does it have the faint memories of other times in your life? And that's why you're triggered because it hasn't been fully flushed out. Mars and Cancer relates to our previous energetic experiences that we don't always go into. We don't go towards it. We don't fully move into it. And that could be because it holds a lot of emotional energy. It holds maybe some intensity or it directly relates to your inner child. But it's the unconscious inner child. And that's how we are meant to love the energies of cancer, meaning we're meant to mature those parts of ourselves. So Mars in cancer is going to activate our unconscious inner child responses and reactions so that we can work with them more consciously and basically dig in to what is my need? What do I need to feel here? What do I need to understand? What do I need to tune into in my emotional world and simply allow it? Not to control it, not to force it, but to feel it, to feel into it. And it's always an interesting shift when a planet moves from Gemini, the mind, into Cancer, the heart. So you're meant to sink into the feeling. You're meant to go into some places in yourself that could feel very uncomfortable and vulnerable. Again, this is why we retract from the outer world and we say, okay, no one talked to me. No one texted me. I just want to be in my own little environment here as I move through these feelings, as I process this out in my own way, in my own safe space. So what's fascinating is how this Mars is the ruler of all the planets in Aries. So it really turns up the emotional energy. It can also unconsciously turn up reactions, triggers, responses. And you'll have to do some intentional 
self-evaluation here. Now, this Mars in Cancer is going to have a supportive journey as it moves through Cancer. So that's a beautiful thing. It will be supported by Saturn in Pisces, will be supported by Uranus in Taurus. And there are going to be some energies here that this Mars in Cancer understands quickly. And you're just going to maybe have some very quick connections of, oh my goodness, I know what this is about. It's about a thing with my mom that I haven't fully worked through. Or it's about this time in my life when I didn't know what to do. I felt very disempowered. I didn't know what to do with all the feelings. So I went into shutdown mode. And now here it is again. This theme is coming up again, but I'm different. I'm in my power. I understand that it's just feelings running through me and that I can work this. I can work through this. I can understand the truth of what I need. And that's what Mars and Cancer wants to direct you to. So what's interesting about this week is that we don't have a lot of aspects. Aspects are when the planets are in conversation with one another. They have some type of connection or their energy sync up to create a conversation. But over this next week, the aspects that are coming up would be Mercury in Aries conjunct Chiron and then Mercury conjunct Jupiter. And that's it. Those are the main aspects, not including the moon. But then the bigger background picture is, of course, Pluto moving into Aquarius and Mars moving into Cancer. I think it's also interesting to note that Pluto is the higher octave of Mars. So Mars is our desire to assert ourselves, to move in the world, how we go for what we want, how we develop confidence in our bodies, in ourselves, in our energy. It's connected to our masculine energy. And here we have it changing signs. The same time its higher octave of Pluto is changing signs as well. And to be honest, Cancer and Aquarius don't have much in common, but there is an energy frequency shift that we're feeling physically, and I feel like it connects to our hearts. I feel like there's been huge heart expansions, especially in masculine energies, especially in the opening up to what that feels like, what that looks like, what you're sensing, what you're understanding or meeting in yourself. I also feel like what we're doing is connecting it to more of these higher cosmic frequencies that are pulling in these cosmic codes of wisdom, enlightenment, brilliance, and it's connecting our human journey to more of what we can do in this world at this time. And so it feels very expansive. I'm feeling as well that these energies that we're downloading and connecting to are blasting open various parts of our chakras and simply trust for yourself what that feels like, where for someone they could feel like their root chakra is being blasted open and someone else could feel like it's their throat chakra. So trust what you feel for yourself. But one way to powerfully work with this week is to ask for support in the new starts you're beginning, in the new energies that you're feeling. You could feel a strengthening as well that you're supported in ways that feel very fresh and new. 
Now the sun is exalted in Aries. That means it is very strong in Aries. It comes to life. It has a purpose. And of course, the sun in Aries is ruled by Mars. And there's an ability here to fully own and embrace who you are by including more energies from other lifetimes. I'm seeing it as a semi-circle of archetypes, a semi-circle of guides who you are and who you've been in other lifetimes, but it's like this semi-circle and that feels important because of how it signals an opening, an opening while being supported. I'm seeing a semi-circle of guides and simply trust if this resonates and if you're feeling this too, because I see it as like eight, nine, 10 different guides that are you in previous lifetimes now guiding yourself in this timeline and opening up to all of the experiences you've had and all the ways you've been on this human playground that you now get to choose. You now get to further integrate and incorporate. And it feels like this very cool collage of energies, sort of like you could have different archetypes that just feel so natural for you, that just feel so normal. And you could also feel that these are the energies in yourself that you can beautifully trust. So as I say this, I'm now getting another visual of if you're standing with this semicircle of archetypes and guides behind you and you turn around and you were to have a conversation or ask a question to each one of these energies, parts of yourself, what would you receive? What information would come through? Because I'm feeling it as being very positive. Almost this access to your own soul's wisdom. Perhaps you view this as your own Akashic records. Maybe you see this as a deep connection to your own soul's journey, whatever it is. But I feel like if you were to turn around and simply trust what's appearing there, trust what's showing up, you're going to have some answers and information come through that affirms what you're meant to do next. Because I also feel like these guides will tell you, nope, been there, done that. You've surpassed that. You graduated beyond that. And if you're playing it too safe, you're holding yourself back, you're not deep into your energy with love and acceptance for who you are, these aspects of yourself will give you that message. So again, it feels like it's really time to step up, whatever that means for you. That looks different for all of us. That could be something where you step up into your gifts or you step up in asserting yourself in a relationship or in a connection. Maybe you step up into more of what you want in life and you're ready to claim it. So trust whatever that feels for you, but the energy signature is so strong that it's almost like if you were to veer off on the wrong track, the universe is going to shut it down pronto. It's going to be like one of those, I'm seeing one of those castle gates that just crashes down. You're like, nope, you're not going that way. So there's energy here that wants to put you on the best and highest track for yourself and you're already tuned into that. Your intuition knows, your mind knows, your heart knows, your emotional body perhaps is sensing it, but that's the energy right now. Forward movement, elevate, glow up, step up, upgrade, and that's where 
you're also fully owning your power at this time. I've done previous podcast episodes for you about how Pluto moving into Aquarius and back into Capricorn signifies the crossover years, the crossover period of a dance between different parts of our experience and our consciousness where we're moving into these new frequencies while finishing up and understanding what we've been mastering with Pluto and Capricorn. So we are going to be doing that dance in 2023 into 2024. So please listen to those podcast episodes if you would like to revisit that energy and to help you tap into even more of what you're capable of in your own unique energy. Before I sign off today, I have a few quick announcements to share with you. I wanted to let you know that happening on May 5th, 6th, and 7th, there is an event called the Gathering of the Shamans in Sedona, Arizona. The Gathering of the Shamans is an annual event, and this year they are proudly welcoming Dr. Alberto Veloto, plus Heather Ash Amara, Dr. Stephen Farmer, Jose Luis Stevens, Linda Star Wolf, and many others who practice and live shamanic traditions and energies. So this will be held at the Sedona Mago Retreat Center, and I'll have a link below the podcast if that's of interest to you, if you would really benefit from this special gathering, as well as developing more of your own expertise. And also in the name of developing more of your own expertise, it's really important for more of you to step up into your gifts as a spiritual guide. Whether you are an astrologer, you are an energy reader, you help people with healing, you do one-on-one sessions. It's really important right now that we are in this part of our skill set to support one another especially when we look at where technology is going, AI, all the things that are happening with robotics, engineering, technology, science. This is where we balance it with more of the human to human connections. We see each other. We're able to tap into what others' energies need, what your gifts are, what you're here to move through in this lifetime. And this is where it's really important that you own what interests you and you own the fact that you want to do this work better. You want to be a better astrologer. You want to be better as an energy guide or assisting people. And it's really important to be in that place of improvement and understanding what you're capable of. In my years of being an astrologer, I've heard many stories. I've heard stories of really good sessions. I've heard horror stories. I had a friend who had a session with an astrologer a number of years ago, and this person was in a very difficult life-changing situation that was going to possibly ruin their family. We're talking about bankruptcy, financial ruin, lawsuits, a lot of legal issues. There was huge energies happening for their family. And they had a reading with an astrologer who told them, it's going to be fine. It's going to work out. When she told me that, I said, that's absolutely not okay. That is not valuable information. That brings nothing to you about next steps, timing, what to do. That is not a professional astrologer. And when I hear those stories, I think about how there's many layers of astrology. Reading a natal chart is the easy thing. And that's not even easy. 
Really, there's nothing easy about astrology, but just reading someone's natal chart is basic. When you're going into transits, when you're going into progressions, when you're going in to solar arcs or the solar return, there's all these energies that come into play. A professional is going to know how to guide someone through these very hard experiences. So when she told me this story, I was livid because that isn't what this profession is about. It's not about glossing over very big life developments. It's about giving people access to their choices, to their power, what you can do, what you're capable of, what will potentially play out and how to maintain a sense of power and choice amongst these big life transitions. And so those are the kinds of stories that urged me to create this program called Shine Your Guiding Light so that other astrologers, other energy guides, readers, psychics, intuitives, you're on your game with what you can give people, how you can support them, what is important to note in some of these bigger life events and changes. So I do have that course for those of you who are professionals in this industry and who want support, understanding, and you don't have to figure it all out on your own. I'm going to put that link below the podcast because this is where energy guides are needed more than ever. And this is where you can be the best for your clients as well as for yourself. So again, it's time to level up. It's time to step up. Now, one more thing to share with you. I won't have a podcast for you on Monday because I'm going on a big bucket list adventure. Not just a trip, a bucket list adventure. It required a lot of preparation, trips to REI. I'm so excited. So I won't have a podcast for you on Monday. I will have a pre-recorded podcast for you on Wednesday, March 29th. And I do hope that I can share some of this bucket list adventure with you. We will see. It depends on the weather. I have no control over it. But anyways, I'm very excited for this trip. So no podcast on Monday, but I have videos for you on YouTube. So please check out the YouTube videos that I'm releasing at this time that help you understand more about your chart. I'm releasing a series about the polarities of astrology signs right now. So the polarity between Aries and Libra, Taurus and Scorpio, Gemini and Sagittarius, and so on. I hope those help you understand more about what's in your chart as well. As always, thank you so much for joining me. You can find out all of my latest offerings and courses over at mollymccord.online. And be sure and check me out on Facebook and Instagram. And then on YouTube, so many videos for you in the playlist. So look at those too. Wishing you a beautiful entry point here into the Pluto and Aquarius energies. Level up, step up, upgrade yourself. It's time. The universe supports you. And we're moving in to some very big energies here as we continue our journey through 2023. Thank you so much for joining me. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Take good care.